1: We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. What an amazing week. Did you watch the broadcast from Jerusalem as the U.S. Embassy was moved there this past Monday? If for some reason you didn't, but want to see it, I can email you the link. You can watch the whole thing. The program was approximately an hour and a half. Let me know if you want the link. Last week, we began looking at the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, in honor of Shavuot, which is Pentecost, which celebrates the receiving of the law and the receiving of the Holy Spirit. That's today. Chag Sameach. This is the greeting you would use in Hebrew. It means happy holiday. But let us begin with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the faithfulness of your word. We thank you, O Lord, for your faithfulness to us, to your people. We thank you for your faithfulness to Israel. And to Jerusalem, we thank you, O Lord. You are a great God and worthy to be praised. So we declare our love to you, Lord. We thank you for the power of your spirit, which engages us and helps us and directs us and leads us and gives us the power to overcome sin And we bless you, Lord, and look forward to how you're going to work this day, this day of Shavuot, this day of Pentecost, as you, in a sense, marry the giving of your word with the power of your spirit. What a tremendous day. We bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, As I mentioned, if you want the link uh, for the program celebrating U.S.'s move to Jerusalem, just call Karen, 813-831-5673. Now, last week, we described the Holy Spirit and its nature and its role in the triune nature of God. Our discussion was both from the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Covenant. Today, we'll look mostly at the Brit Hadashah, the new covenant, which explains the role of the Ruach, the spirit, in our lives. Now, the work of the Holy Spirit, number one, it regenerates you. It makes you spiritually alive. Romans 8.11 says, And if the Ruach of the one who raised Yeshua from the dead, dwells in you, the one who raised Messiah Yeshua from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Ruach who dwells in you. Well, that alone I think would be pretty exciting just to read that and understand the the, the purpose of the Holy Spirit And we see other scriptures like it. For instance, Titus 3, 4 through 7. But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared, not by deeds of righteousness, which we had done ourselves, but because of his mercy, he saved us through the mikvah, or the immersion of rebirth and renewing of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit whom he abundantly poured out on us through Messiah Yeshua, our Savior, so that being set right by his grace, we might become heirs with the confident hope of eternal life. So there's another purpose of the Ruach HaKodesh. It's, it all has to do with giving us life. And in this case, he is giving us the confident hope of eternal life. We see in John three six and seven, what is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be surprised that I said to you, you all must be born from above. And we see that when we are born from above, we receive the spirit of God in us. We see in First Corinthians six eleven. That is what some of you were, but you were washed, you were made holy, you were set right in the name of the Lord Yeshua the Messiah and by the Ruach of our God. Now, these all talk about past tense. That means all of this is already true for you and for me. Amen? So, it is important to understand that the Holy Spirit is, brings us life. And secondly, the Holy Spirit indwells in us. Some of the scriptures already said that, but let's look at 2 Corinthians 1, 21. Now it is God who establishes us with you in Messiah. He anointed us, set his seal on us, and gave us the Ruach in our hearts as a pledge. Oh, I love that. He gave us the spirit, his spirit, in our hearts as a pledge. Wow. When you think of uh, this understanding of us being married to the Lord, it it makes uh, such great significance when it says, set his seal on us and gave us the, the spirit in our hearts as a pledge. God has pledged to us. May, may we be just partially as faithful as God is. Romans 5, five says, And hope does not disappoint, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Ruach HaKodesh who was given to us. Again, another great scripture. And, you know, as I read these scriptures, I want you, I read them slowly. I want you to picture what God is saying in his word. So I want you to picture that in your, in, in, as you close your eyes and, and just concentrate. It says, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Ruach HaKodesh who was given to us. Tremendous promises that we have. These are all past tense so that we know this was true at the moment. You accepted Yeshua as your Messiah. You're saved with an eternal salvation based on trusting what God and Messiah has already done for you and not of any works of your own, either to save you or to keep you saved. Galatians 3, 2 and 3. It is by the Spirit of God that you are secure in him forever. Okay, I want you to really soak this in, right? Ephesians 1.13 says this, After you heard the message of truth, okay, the good news of your salvation, and when you put your trust in Yeshua, in him, you were sealed with the promised Ruach HaKodesh. If you were sealed with that promise, will it ever become unsealed? I don't believe so. And because of God's spirit that is in you, you can overcome the evil spirits of the enemy. In John First uh, John 4, 4. You are from God, children, and you have overcome them because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. They are from the world, so they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the Spirit, of truth and the spirit of error. God has placed his spirit in us so that we can we can understand that we can overcome the world because God dwells within us through his spirit. The third thing that I would mention to you is that the holy spirit immerses you. You are joined with Messiah Forever, When you trusted in Messiah for your salvation, Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, immersed you into the body of Messiah, making you a living member of his spiritual body. Thus, through the Spirit, you are eternally joined to Messiah Yeshua the Lord, which thus joins you to all believers. Consider what it says in 1 Corinthians twelve thirteen, for in one ruach, one spirit, we were all immersed into one body, whether Jewish or Greek, slave or free, and all were made to drink of one ruach, one spirit. This is just what Messiah promised all his followers in Acts 1, 5, 8. It says, you shall be immersed with the Holy Spirit, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. See, God immerses us with the power of his Spirit. I'm going to talk about this in a few minutes because I know that some of you are saying, I'm not sure about this. And I, I want to make you feel more comfortable with the truth of what God has done. If the Holy Spirit is in each person who accepts Yeshua, then why do so many believers not exhibit the power of God? I believe the answer has to do with lack of faith. That's one. And secondly, not taking the gift God has given you and using it. Okay, now I know in this broadcast and possibly the next, I'm going to say some things that might ruffle some feathers. But listen and just see if this works for you. If you have received the gift, But put it away without opening it or using it. The gift is useless. The gift isn't of any value if you forgot you received it. You might have even read the instructions. But if you haven't actually tried it out, it's because you don't have faith that it works or you doubt its value in your life. What do you think about that? Now, the Bible contains your instructions and says it's a valuable and powerful gift. So follow the instructions. <laughs> Romans fifteen thirteen says this. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and shalom in trusting so you may overflow with hope in the power of the Ruach HaKodesh, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? This is God's heart for us, that we may overflow with hope in the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. 1 Corinthians 12.11 But one and the same Ruach activates all these things, distributing to each person individually, as he wills. Now, let me get more controversial. I'm going to start with my premise, okay? You might agree, you might disagree, but hear me out, would you? Everyone receives all the gifts. Okay, I'm going to say that again, because you might think I made a mistake. Everybody receives all the the gifts I think it's a misinterpretation to believe that God gives some gifts to one and other gifts to others let me see if I can show you what I believe Messiah and the Holy Spirit give out greater portions of these gifts to people as they will so if we go back to 1 Corinthians 12:11, it says but one in the same ruach activates all these things distributing to each person individually as he wills. It doesn't say that he doesn't give gifts to each person, it says that he distributes them as he wills. And to me, that means that some of you got a little bit and some of you got a lot. But all of you got something. <laughs> okay, so let's start again with Ephesians 4.11. It, from this passage, and, and well, you know what? Before we do that, let me, let me just mention this. Whether you've got a small gift or a large gift, if you don't exercise the gift, it won't grow larger. So a large gift can grow larger and a small gift can grow larger but to ignore the gift you can be sure it will atrophy which means it won't have any power it won't have any strength okay all right so we're going to we're going to look at the different places where it talks about the gifts of the spirit which if you want to write them down and you can do some homework on them it's romans 12:6 through 8, 1 Corinthians 12:8 through 10, 1 Corinthians 12:28, Ephesians 4:11 and 1 Peter 4:11. And I want to start with Ephesians 4:11 for a particular reason, it's just easier for me, okay? From the passage These are gifts from Messiah, but because the Holy Spirit is our helper, I believe the Holy Spirit administers these gifts. Okay. So, Ephesians 4.11 says, He himself gave some to be emissaries, meaning uh, you might have apostles there, some as prophets, some as proclaimers of the good news. You might have evangelists there. And some as shepherds. You might have pastors there. I guess you could have rabbis there, right? <laughs> and teachers. So there are five things uh, which it says in verse 12 to equip the kedushim, the saints or the believers, for the work of service for building up the body of Messiah. This will continue until we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of Ben Elohim, the son of God, to mature adulthood to the measure of the stature of Messiah's fullness. Now, some people say that the gifts are no longer for today. Now, granted, we didn't read the gifts in Corinthians, but here it says this will continue until these gifts, okay, that we are receiving. Until we, number one, we all come to the unity of faith. Has that happened yet? No. And of the knowledge of the Son of God, has that happened? Have we all come to that yet? No. How about to mature adulthood in our faith? Have we gotten there yet? No, I don't think so. And to the measure of the stature of Messiah's fullness, have we gotten there yet? No. So, one would think then, that the gifts are still in operation today. We need them for the body of the believers. And the fact that some people use the knowledge of these gifts or the working of these gifts to divide the body is the exact opposite of what God wants to see happen. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, this gets me upset. Or excited or something <laughs> four of these five gifts mentioned everyone knows that you have these gifts to some degree let's go over them we are all called to be emissaries you see the word uh maybe apostles but um it's you know i understand But we are all called to be emissaries. Everybody. Um, because it's, it's, this is what we do. This is, we are responsible. We are, uh, an emissary is somebody who is responsible to represent the Lord. So we're all emissaries. I like that word better than apostles because we attach the word apostles to them. Not us. The word could also mean a delegate or a messenger. So it's important to understand. Secondly, evangelists or people who proclaim the Lord. Is there anybody here who should not be proclaiming Yeshua as Messiah? Okay, so you've been given that gift. Granted, you might not have as large a gift as you want, but okay. How about shepherds or pastors well, if you're parents, you are definitely shepherds and pastors. You pastor your children. You shepherd your children. You better. And I would imagine almost everybody does shepherding in their life at some level. Could be at work. It could be with friends. Uh, look, there's so many ways. And then teachers. How many of you are not teachers? Well, parents definitely are teachers, aren't we? And, and grandparents, we teach. And, and we're teaching and when we talk, it's, it's like an automatic reflex. So we're all teachers. We're all evangelists. We're all shepherds. We're all emissaries. The only one that might be difficult for you to understand is prophet. So the definition of a prophet in Greek writings is an interpreter of oracles or other hidden things like the scriptures. So, one who is moved by the Spirit of God, they solemnly declare to men what he has received by inspiration, especially concerning future events, and in particular, such as relate to the cause and kingdom of God and to human salvation. And I believe all of us do that to some level. So, again, here's my point. We all have these gifts now i really wanted to get to things like speaking in tongues and i know you're waiting for the that but that's going to have to be next week so would you do me a favor return bring some friends with you and listen as i'm going to be a little controversial these next couple weeks but it's okay right uh, we'll look more at the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. If you feel this program is valuable, we'd appreciate your financial support. Just, uh, either look online at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or, or for those who don't email, you can call Karen at 813-831-5673. Also, you can get the link to the full programming for, uh, the day of the embassy in Jerusalem, uh, just call Karen at eight one three eight three one five six seven three. We'll send out that link. May the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Amen. And let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways, so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King.
0: You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.